For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Heather Engel. Welcome to the Seeking Cyber Maryland podcast brought to you by the Federal Business Council. Across the United States, Maryland has been referred to as the hub for all things cybersecurity. In this series, we'll be speaking with various cybersecurity leaders to learn about their point of view and role in the state's cybersecurity ecosystem. To learn more about the Cyber Maryland Conference taking place on December 6th and 7th at the College Park Marriott Hotel and Conference Center in Hyattsville, Maryland, visit CyberMarylandConference.com. Joining me today is Will Smith of Rely Group. Will, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. Good morning. To start off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role? Sure. At Rely, I support them as their chief cybersecurity architect and responsible for strategic alignment within the and growth within our cybersecurity program and the training within our existing spaces. And what does that mean to be the chief security architect? That sounds like an interesting role. It's diverse. So it means that I get the opportunity to work with our operations team to help them refine their existing skills for our current customers, as well as focus on the growth of the sector within different areas that other customers that we don't currently support and bringing those additional security domain leadership to them. Maryland has been called the center of gravity for all things cybersecurity in the U.S. What makes the state the right place for this and why? I think it's the proximity. Maryland being right at the juncture between the DMV and the Northeastern Corridor, they've been appointed two regional tech hubs, as well as their leadership stance that they've taken into writing the Office of Security Management and their CISO into law. I think that puts them at the forefront of not only the diverse innovations that they've been able to do with the customers that reside in the state, but also within the other states as far as making it an important aspect of their governing body. So in your opinion, what are some of the biggest challenges that the cybersecurity industry faces today? One of them has to be, and it's more than likely an ongoing one, in the regards to the training and how rapidly we can deploy personnel into the space. Some roles require lengthy education. Some of them just require deep training within a space. And I think within cybersecurity, we need to define better about which jobs need more on-the-job training versus which require more educational base. And what are some of the top trends that you think will impact businesses this year, given that challenge with training and finding the right people to work? Well, 2023 has been the generative AI year. It's not that AI is new, but that aspect of it to be able to take the correlated data that different artificial intelligence enthusiasts have been developing over the last 20 years That makes it easier for this generation of cybersecurity folks to be able to get in, ask simple questions of the data that they see so that they can defend the space that they're supporting. It's really been interesting to see the impact of AI on the cybersecurity industry, particularly this year. But really, that's a momentum that's been building over the past several years. What are some of the biggest changes that you've observed over the last several years? I think it's an ebb and flow. The pandemic made it to where I think initially it was... You couldn't defend the space without being inside of the space. And the pandemic forced us to show that we could still defend spaces, even from a remote standpoint. Additional technology that's come out since then in order to even defend classified environments. So what I've seen more often within the 17 years of the cybersecurity standpoint has to be that we can defend anything, anywhere, and it's needed because adversaries are coming at us from any place. You've got people who are attacking or who are supporting nation state actors from their basements. Yes, and that's a really great point, isn't it? 
we have bad actors or threat actors coming at us from everywhere. And so we've really been able to change things up and defend from anywhere. Exactly. When it comes to industry news, what are some of the sources that you follow? I think that's changed dramatically over this time. I went to RSA earlier in the year and my LinkedIn feed and the different organizations that actually do create newsletters from what's going on in the federal government, news that's coming out from the state agencies. I think I got my reporting on the outcome of the SEC SolarWinds case. That popped up on my LinkedIn feed before I saw it come out on the post or anything. So I would say my current LinkedIn feed has to deal with the industry partners that I've been able to associate with and their rapid information flow that they have been able to provide. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor. The Cyber Maryland Conference is an annual event presented by the Cyber Maryland Advisory Board in conjunction with academia, government, and private industry organizations. This annual two-day educational conference and trade show will be held at the College Park Marriott Hotel and Conference Center on December 6th and 7th, 2023. We invite you to join us at this premier event, providing networking opportunities to share information and encourage the ongoing development and knowledge base of cybersecurity on all levels, from professionals in the industry to students and educators alike. To find out more, visit CyberMarylandConference.com. And now back to the podcast. Do you attend conferences and events regularly? I know you mentioned RSA. Over the course of the year, I think I've been to several. I'm based out of Charlotte because as Relay is one of those remote areas. So I've done some local conferences here with the Charlotte Cybersecurity Summit, some with CrowdStrike, as well as RSA, SAP IT, and AUSA over the course of the year. You mentioned that your LinkedIn feed has been a really strong source of news. What's the value of gatherings such as the Cyber Maryland Conference? I think this helps create a space for innovators who are in the space. They're seeing the same thing constantly. What they get from an event like this in a space where innovation is kind of the driver for the state is they are able to express that innovation or see someone else's innovation in that area and then pick up a card from that person, go have a small networking call from that person. And maybe you're able to either bring back the information from that conference or bring back just the contact information from that conference so that you can further your own innovation within your space. Uh, You have a lot of people who are in some closed environments so that a lot of times the only people that they get to talk to are the people who are surrounding them. And we need more diversity when it comes to defense. And this promotes that. And will you be attending this year's event? I will. I'm actually speaking on the second day with a topic that was fostered at RSA when I was at the CISO bootcamp about how to be able to create cybersecurity excellence specifically for each space and what that meant. That sounds really interesting. Can you tell me a little bit more about your topic? Sure. So it goes into conversations on internal threat analysis or what threat actors are really looking at the specifics of your organization that you're defending and then how to be able to assess the tools that you have within your organization to see, one, if they can defend against that specific threat actor and then move from there. So you're trying to get your like, hey, this is the ground level defense that you need within your space and then build and then build up. That way, one, you have a visual structure to how you apply the funding for the security governance that you need. And what are some of the things that you're looking forward to the most when you attend and present at Cyber Maryland this year? I'm really interested in AI. I've been working inside of the space for several years now. I had the opportunity to work with the Jake 
before they became the CDAO. While I was at SAP IT this year, I was able to attend a session between Robert Johnson and Whitfield Diffie on quantum cryptography. And I think William Newman is having a session this year about the migration to quantum cryptography, of which I didn't know I'd be interested in. So it really helped uh, scratch that itch. Will, that sounds great. Is there anything else you'd like to add? I like to point out again that this is an invaluable opportunity for people to get together and have those conversations because podcasts like these, conferences like Cyber Maryland within the state that help drive the necessity for cybersecurity and bringing it kind of out of the shadows, that it makes it to where cybersecurity isn't just a blank face inside of a server farm or a faceless figure behind a hood. There are real people coming up with real innovations to protect our nation. Yes, we get to get out and do some networking and meet some people in the space. Will, thanks very much for your time today. Thank you. For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Heather Engel. Joining me today was Will Smith, Chief Security Architect at Rely Group. The Seeking Cyber Maryland podcast is sponsored by the Federal Business Council. To learn more about our sponsor and the Cyber Maryland Conference taking place on December 6th and 7th at the College Park Marriott Hotel and Conference Center in Hyattsville, Maryland, visit cybermarylandconference.com.